Hello, welcome back to my podcast. It's your girl Erica, and I'm really, really, really not feeling this today. But in light of today's topic, I decided I would just show up anyway. And you know, consistency is key. So I'm just sitting down. I just decided I'm going to just do this, even if this isn't really the best. And if I'm not bringing my best self to the table right now, because in honor of keeping it very real on this podcast. um, Just want to say again, thank you to everyone who listened to last week's episode. (laughs) Last week's episode was kind of out there, I think. And a bit controversial because I've been also thinking about it since and I think it's scary to (laughs) have put my thoughts out there on a topic when we were trying to make such a podcast oh what (laughs) progress (laughs) um in fighting the patriarchy but I actually was just listening to someone else's podcast there and she um the Stella Ray podcast and she was playing a TikTok um that was about patriarchy and people putting on makeup and it was just very in line with what I said so I know that I stand in my truth <laughs> with what I said last week but it's still a bit difficult putting your thoughts out there on such a, a loaded topic so thank you to everyone who listened um this week's topic is also a difficult one um obviously from the title you can see that it's going to be about lessons I've learned in therapy and I just want to start by saying therapy is for everyone (laughs) and I think everyone should go to therapy I mean not everyone is in urgent need of such finite resources at the moment like I know in a lot of places it's very difficult to get access to therapy um but I do think that most people would benefit from going to therapy, you know. There's this really good um, YouTube channel called Psychology in Seattle. I just, okay, I'm just way too into psychology YouTube. And he, he, he's a trauma therapist. And what he's been doing lately is talking about, um, like, the Paris Hilton TV, or that Paris Hilton documentary that came out or whatever. And he basically just said that he can say with almost certainty that everyone has experienced some level of trauma in their lives. And trauma doesn't have to be like the big bad traumas that we could probably, that probably come to mind. I don't want to be like triggering anyone by saying anything that might be their trauma. But yeah, I'd say we all have a similar idea. But yeah, I think everyone going through life, like life is traumatic at times. (laughs) Getting by is traumatic. (laughs) And so, yeah, I think everyone can benefit from it. Also, disclaimer is that I won't be getting into what my demons are or what I am working on specifically because that's none of your business. And I think it, I think this I hope that this will just be a general like sweeping um podcast that can 
you can apply like maybe the principles i don't fucking know let's just roll with it okay because yeah (laughs) i'm just i'm not feeling great honestly i woke up this morning with a, a headache i've been pretty upset the last week and a half i guess it started out with the full moon in aries like that was tough as shit like i don't know how it was for you but for me i had bad nightmares and then yeah bad nightmares kind of sleepless nights and then this week is like a very hard week for me it's uh like anniversary of some pretty traumatic things that happened a few years ago so I just yeah I never feel too great around this part of October um so I just thought fuck it I'm just gonna show up even though I'm not feeling my best because maybe anyone listening (laughs) can relate and yeah I even have my gym clothes on I'm not even in my pajamas right now like I had the best of intentions to get to the gym don't know if I will but I'm trying you know (laughs) putting on the clothes is the first step so I'm here iced coffee and toe ready to just yeah just talk I think and share some some things I've learned in therapy so let's get right on into it so I did write um two points down but maybe as I speak on this more will come to me I don't know if this will be as long of an episode I think this can be short and sweet so yeah my first point is is that your feelings are probably more normal than you think or believe that is the number one benefit that I've seen from going to therapy regularly is that you definitely are not the only person (laughs) who's ever experienced the thoughts and feelings that you've experienced and that you think are so bad or unlovable or you know whatever it is that is your thing you're not the only person ever that's felt that way and that's really freeing to think about like sometimes I'll go into my therapist with something that I feel so awful about and she'll be like well, I can, I can totally see that that feeling is coming up because, yeah, you know, she'll just validate it. And sometimes I'll feel so ashamed of my emotions. And she would just say, like, oh, well, I understand. That's very sad. And also, funny enough, like, this isn't really applicable to most people. I don't know. But I'm in, a, I'm in the Netherlands and my therapist is Dutch. And, of course... Dutch people have a great grasp on the English language, like their education um, and learning it growing up is like second to none, really. I don't have to learn Dutch if I don't want to because everyone can speak English. But it's still actually, it is a bit of a, a barrier between me and my therapist because her English is good. We can get on with our conversation. But I'm sure that if I was speaking to someone who's Um, first language was English there would be a lot more things that would be able to be said and expressed but the beauty of this is that it's kept kind of concise you know and very understandable like she'll just be like I get that it's sad (laughs) like oh okay (laughs) 
but I feel like and also it's a cultural thing if I went to a therapist in Ireland they'd probably get a lot more of like my background culturally because growing up in Ireland is its own fucking trauma to be honest and yeah so having someone that they have to like express their feelings in such a concise manner really helps to just like boop sink it into my brain (laughs) because it's really that simple sometimes like we might have these really big convoluted problems that we think are so heavy and bad but really sometimes the most refreshing answer is such a simple one you know like it's okay to feel sad or that makes sense that you feel that way or you're you're not alone in this um so that has been extremely validating and then realizing that like yeah I'm definitely not the only person to have ever felt the way I felt or experienced what I've experienced and sometimes I think the things that bother me are dumb (laughs) but my therapist really tends to validate well like actually you were a kid or it's okay that you felt that way because you were doing the best with what you knew and yeah it's really that's really freeing for me so yeah number one thing I've learned is that really your feelings are way more human than you would like to think they are because it doesn't make you a bad person to have felt sad about something that happened to you where you feel like you should have moved on from it or if you feel like something happened to you when you were younger or as you were growing up and you know shit that happens when you're a kid I mean okay look let me just put it out there that I've never had as a child like extremely bad like experiences you know like it's just the general like (laughs) ebb and flow of life but that's my ultimate that's another thing but we'll get into that um I know that some people come from really abusive toxic homes and have had a lot of tumultuous upbringings like I I can't speak to that experience but sometimes I feel like I shouldn't be so sad about the things that happened or not even that I'm still sad about things but it's more that I feel like I should have moved on or shouldn't have let things affect me and that therefore affect my character but it's actually completely normal it's unfortunately just the way it is what it is okay like when you're a kid things kind of like soak up into your brain more and these are such formative years of your life that when you like the way that you, you the end result well I'm I'm not the end result I hope of my growth but like who you become as a result of your experiences is mostly just a, like it it's what's absorbed into your brain as a child and you can you kind of spend your whole life undoing a lot of the things that happened to you in your youth because that they they literally are so formative I wish I actually had done a bit of research right now into how important your childhood is in how you develop. I mean, I know that's kind of basic, but it really has such an effect. And that's why it's so important that, you know, 
when if you have a child for me anyway if I have a child they will never see me angry they will never see me shout at them there will be no like spanking <laughs> like there'll be none of it like it will be calm serenity <laughs> so because when a child witnesses these things then that is just what they know and what they normalize and also like the dynamics that a child sees as like when they're younger so the relationships modeled in their household the relationships modeled in their schooling these are the relationships that they know and then they try and repeat and often repair as you grow up like it's a psychological fact like they've done studies on this that we spend our whole lives repeating the cycles that we've seen growing up and then trying to repair them so if you've had an absent parent maybe or if you've had an emotionally unavailable parent or if you've had I don't know some sort of like toxic dynamic um, models for you as a kid then you will spend your life repeating that but also trying to f repair that because it's like that's the only way that you feel like you can solve whatever issue happened as a kid is if you try to repair it as an adult and obviously that's not the case because you can't go back in the past like I don't know about you but I don't have a time machine yet so it's really 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 important that what a child is exposed to is healthy and so I'm not saying that I was exposed to anything unhealthy like there's definitely way worse but it, what I grew up with and this is no shade to my parents because they did the best they could blah 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 all of it it's not really about them <laughs> it's really not about them actually um love my parents <laughs> um yeah you you have to I don't even know what I was saying before that because I feel bad that maybe people think that I had an abusive childhood like I really didn't <laughs> um but yeah you have whatever a kid sees as a child like they go on their whole life with that blueprint in their brain and then <laughs> it, that that's its own mess you know so yeah just to go back to the lesson there is that your feelings are probably more valid and therefore if you experience things as a kid and they still affect you as an adult it's actually very fair like you know unless you do the work because see most people don't do the work and they don't go deep enough to figure out well what it is um you have to pick out that emotional splinter like you really have to go deep and be like why is it that i'm acting like this um and then you kind of see well this happened because in third class i did like you know it's it's rough like that's why it's really hard that's why therapy is a lot of hard work because you're going into things that you kind of just like swept under the rug and assumed didn't have any like lasting impact but it does like and that's not your fault you're not a bad person or you're not a fool for being affected by things that happened to you in your childhood now if you become a victim from it like if you believe that the whole world is against you because you had something happen to you as a kid like that's also not appropriate so doing the work and realizing that actually you know what happened to me what fucking sucked but i'm choosing to learn 
to to learn from this and see what it is that's resulted from this in my life and then how I can either pivot and move on from it or like do I need to see a therapist to talk about it like that's that's what it is <clears throat> okay <clears throat> lesson two um the results are slow and the work is constant <laughs> fuck me the work is every day um and maybe it wouldn't have to be for you but because of the things that i deal with i have to work on like <clears throat> how i view the world essentially <laughs> because i it's i don't know i don't want to get into my issues but i can be very critical and therefore if i don't manage that on the daily i can be extremely critical of myself and uh, i actually don't really turn it on others in my head i do like fuck like sometimes i'm just like if someone is in a shop and they're being a dumb bitch <laughs> i'm just going to be in my head being like you're being a dumb bitch like i would never outwardly be like can you move the fuck on <laughs> sorry this is so not pg i hope no future employers ever plan my podcast but it's true like if i'm somewhere and i can get impatient or yeah therefore critical the voice in my head which we all have we all have that internal monologue although some people say that they don't i don't i can't relate but um yeah you i i have to work on being like wow that's really harsh like there's no need for that or you don't need to be that mean to yourself erica or <clears throat> Because it's true what they say, like, you treat people how you treat yourself. And so if you are so, if you're punishing yourself, then you're likely going to be, like, cruel to others. You know what I mean? And I don't, like, that's the thing. I don't like to think of myself as cruel to others. I definitely am. It's like, 100% I'm not cruel to others. But I'm so cruel to myself sometimes that I worry about that, like, seeping out. Because I do have those thoughts in my head, like, and... I I don't like to really be negative online. Like last night I was really upset and I wanted to go on Twitter and just be like, fuck, I feel really sad. But I don't like to do that so much anymore. Like before the, the internet was my diary and my therapist essentially. But there's so much negativity out there currently that I don't want to contribute to it anymore. Like I'll talk some shit online, but I don't want to be so negative when we're all going through hard times at the moment like it doesn't help to just constantly see it and I would like rather not be another person contributing and if you do and you're sad online and it helps like go for it I'm not judging but for me I don't feel like that benefits me to be positive or to be negative online because it actually makes me feel worse you know so what was the point of that actually um yeah if i'm being really negative to myself then i'm most likely being negative to other people in my head like i'm not going to be doing it outwardly it would never it would never escape my person but um i would like to try and be positive more so than anything and that also comes from being positive to myself so yeah that's really hard because you're your own worst critic and you think that well for me this is kind of where I find and I even said this to my therapist yesterday I was like I'm constantly analyzing my own thoughts and I'm constantly trying to like 
stop myself when I've noticed that I'm down like a negative spiral or I'm constantly checking myself to be like Erica like if I look in a mirror if I look in a mirror I'm singing Megan the Stallion's song like look in the mirror I'm sexy as or what is it sexy as fuck look in the mirror I'm madly in love like I'm really trying to repeat that to myself now because for years I was looking in the mirror and it was like your skin is shit your body your body's fucked like I was just so cruel to myself and I'm just done with that now like I really don't value self-deprecation and I think it's like you know they say sarcasm is the lowest form of humor or lowest form of wit I think self-deprecation is because you're telling yourself that and your spirit's gonna start listening and then that will eventually become the thought patterns so for such a long time my thought patterns were like I'm unlovable or that I'm ugly or that I'm not good enough or I'm not deserving and now I have like basically been reprogramming my brain and I go to therapy every week since February right like I had some of the worst times of my life this last year and um that the therapy I'm only seeing the results of it now like so the results are really really slow and it's I mean I'm still every, even when I go into my therapist and I'm like I actually I feel fine this week she's like that's good we've got loads of time and I'm like why though I'm fine <laughs> like but it's true like this is not just two months six months a year like it's a long process because you're undoing a lot of the things that you heard in childhood like I still have this one thing <laughs> I'm not gonna say what it is now but I remember I was at some disco and this guy and I don't know if the the like one of my friends that are one of the people I went to school with would even remember this but I remember it was just in the days where everyone was just like shifting people at the disco and this guy was trying to be like a total creep to one of the girls I went to school with and then I got in the middle of them because I was like you know standing up from standing up always and then uh, he said something that has stuck with me since and I don't remember who this guy is like I don't think I know him now I don't think I like ever saw him again you know but this one passing comment from a disco back in like 2000 I don't know 12 13 I don't know actually 14 2014 maybe like that stuck with me and I had to undo that and like you're going back and for me anyway the things I don't I don't know the things that I have to undo are (laughs) deep and so I mean I, I think we're all very deep complex onions right there's just like levels to us but that means that the work is not just like a one-time fix like you can't just go to therapy and spill your guts out and then be like yo am I fixed (laughs) it's like you're challenging those things all the time so like when I look in the mirror now I'm fully telling myself how much I look good or I'm fully telling myself that I'm a beautiful person or I'm really trying to battle against the things that I had ingrained in me and a lot of those just came from myself 
but some of them didn't, and some of them are the fucking assholes that I <laughs> ran into, like that prick at the disco, like, fuck that guy, I don't even know who that is, like, but that's the tea, like, I'm just keeping it 100 with you, like, they, these things actually have an effect, and so if you are doing the work, you're gonna start realizing that it takes a long time, and it's like, oh. I remember maybe like two months ago in therapy, I said to my therapist, like, fuck's sake, I'm so sick of it. Because every time we pull out one thing, it's like it just opens a box of all these other things. It's like there's this whole interweaving of things that makes you who you are. And if that's not positive, like in therapy, you'd want to be working on that, right? Like, I don't know, I do. And maybe this isn't relatable to anyone else, but for me, I, as I've said, like I'm really investigating my thought patterns now because I also think about it on a physiological level of like, we have just fired these neurons repeatedly for our whole lives, yeah? And so that's an active process. Like if you're having thoughts, they're not just like a... a a little puff of air in your brain right that's like a firing of neurons that's your literal like things popping off in your brain so you and that's an active process and to undo that is also an active process so you have to really actively choose to think a different way so like I really don't value self-deprecation because you're firing those neurons off like it's like uh, it, you know Irish people are so like not humble but they try to be like the modesty of like if someone says ah you look good today or something they'd be like oh geez no I just style like pure deflecting a compliment and that's that's a bit of Irish charm as well I'm not gonna lie like I think that's a funny way that Irish people are but if you're constantly like responding to praise or negative or like compliments with negativity what are you firing into your brain you know so if you are doing the work it's fucking long it's so long and then it's also really slow and my friend Serena hey I know you're listening to this she told me one time that therapy is like and going to therapy is like building a house like you work on the foundation first and so if your foundation is your childhood, that's like working from the inside out, right? Like you have to create a strong foundation, but you don't see the results of that for such a long time. So I found that metaphor really helpful actually, because it's true, like therapy works in a way that you don't feel it for such a long time. And I can honestly say, even though I'm having a really bad week at the moment like I'm not feeling good at all in fact like I cried this morning cried two nights ago like I've just felt really miserable um I can say with confidence that I actually am the most confident I've ever felt and that my self-esteem is at a great place and that a lot of the things that would have worried me before no longer worry me because I have done the work and I validate my experiences and I've had a therapist validate my experiences and I do really believe in the person that I am now and the person that I'm becoming is someone that I really like and would want to be friends with and so yeah it's a long process but it's 
for me, I find it fun. <laughs> and I find it interesting to see like, oh, this tiny little incident with the guy at the disco, for example, this re that guy, like that comment didn't actually cause a lot of who I am today. It's just one of, it's, it's like sliver of the problem, you know? <laughs> um, that shit, it all adds up. And then it's funny that you can see it after going to therapy for so long because you can kind of see how these things are all interconnected and it's very interesting to look at how you've become the way that you are and if you want to change that and you know what shout out to me for a second like I just want to say shout out to Erica shout out to little Erica shout out to big Erica because I'm doing the work now which is really crucial because I don't want to be dealing with this shit in 10 years when I'm in my 30s and having like an existential crisis then about like oh my god I hate who I am I don't like myself like now I'm working on myself so much that I really do like myself mostly like this week I've kind of fallen back into old thought patterns but I also can recognize that that's not just because I'm in my old ways, I'm actually pretty triggered by some of the trauma that I've experienced in the past. And that's, that's an anniversary that I had at the start of this week, you know, like it's, it, it, I'm not sharing that with you. I don't share, that's something that very few people know. And no, no one listening to this podcast probably knows, except probably Serena. <laughs> but um, yeah, I can acknowledge that the way that I'm feeling this week are like the res the residual sads from having experienced that like deep trauma there three years ago or whatever. So yeah, um, shout out to me. <laughs> and <clears throat> yeah, just want to let you know that the results are very slow, <laughs> but it's worth it. It's really worth it because I love myself now, even though fuck this week, I've been questioning that belief. I really do. And I love you too. <laughs> <clears throat> okay my final lesson which I hadn't even written down is um that a lot of the healing comes through your relationship with your therapist and um, this is something my friend Serena told me shout out Serena um and I think this comes from I mean my friend is a psychologist so I think she has gotten that from somewhere credible <laughs> um yeah so you go to therapy and hopefully you would find someone that suits you I luckily was uh assigned a therapist that I really like even though sometimes I think the Dutch way of doing this is just so structured that it almost feels like out of um out of depth for me because I find myself to be quite an illogical person and <laughs> just really ruled by thoughts feelings and emotions even though I have a Virgo rising so that never gets to be too much because I will be critical as fuck um if I let myself go too far with the feelings and thoughts and that's also maybe why I want to see like a a spiritual slash um astrology like healer person whatever because my birth chart definitely okay wait first no let me get back to that after that's some that's that's actually for another day um 
because I do believe that my birth chart has a big play on who I am and I would like to go to someone who also can relate to that but yeah so a lot of the healing comes from your relationship with your therapist because you're going to someone with all of your baggage all of your thoughts feelings and emotions and you're just laying it out flat right and I'll never forget the day that my therapist laughed at something I said I mean she kind of laughs at me quite often now I think we were kind of just getting used to each other for a bit but I'll never forget it because I was just like wow the thing that I'm thinking is just so absurd to my therapist because it was a really it was something that I was assigning to myself like a really harsh criticism that I was assigning to myself and she just laughed because it was just so fucking absurd to her that I would think of myself in such a way that she just she couldn't help but laugh and I was like wow okay maybe I am just completely misunderstanding myself here and I just I just found that so gas and also you know this kind of ties in with part one like the first lesson that it's very validating to just have someone who's basically trained in compassion right like a lot of I hope a lot of therapists are coming from like a compassion focus and that's what I feel with mine anyway so I don't know about you and if you even go to therapy but mine is definitely like coming from a place of like radical compassion and she just basically one time she said something to me that's it was within the first few weeks and I just found it so succinct she just goes be sweet to yourself and I was just like okay And so if someone, because I always find that if I focus too much on myself, I get really like negative because I'm like, wow, I'm being really selfish right now and I want to be selfless and I want to help others. But there actually is a point at where you need to do things to make you feel good or else you just can't, you can't make others feel good. Like uh, you can't pour from an empty cup, that kind of thing. And so when you talk to someone that's really empathetic, it's just so healing just having someone really listen to you. First of all, that was something that I found really difficult at the start because sometimes I just talk shit like, hello, I have a podcast now. Like I just talk a lot of shit. And so it was kind of jarring to have someone listen to my every word. And so because sometimes, you know, people don't be listening. People don't be listening to you. And then yeah having someone whose job and intention is to like focus on you to try and figure you out essentially you start to really want to try and speak your truth and then you have a space that you can go to where someone is really there to understand and listen and just give you compassion and that's really healing for me um like I've told her things that I mean I've never told anyone else and like I know that a couple of my really close friends will be listening to this podcast and they don't even know some of the things obviously that I've told my therapist like we all have things that we just can't really speak on um and I've told her some things and one thing I told her was so heavy for me to carry for so long and she was just like oh I'm so sorry like that sounds really sad and it just and it was something that happened when I was like six or seven and she was like it's just so sad that little Erica f- 
felt that so strongly and then I was so attuned to other people's criticism or was so worried about what other people thought of me at six years of age like she was just so like it wasn't like she was upset but she just felt really sad for me she felt really sad for little Erica (laughs) um because I had just like lived with this heaviness for so long and once I told her and once I got it off my chest it basically just like alleviated that weight from me and that was really healing because it was I thought this thing was this thing was so full of shame for me and there was a lot of sadness in my heart around this one thing and she just basically was like oh I'm so sorry that you feel this way like that's really sad like and that was very very helpful um and it made made me feel not like stupid because um I just realized that I was just a kid back then and there was only so much I could do, you know? And once you kind of have someone framing it for you like that, it's just really beautiful. (laughs) And ever since then, I have taken on this way of reflecting on things that happened to me as a child or like ways that I've behaved in the past and been like, you honestly did what you could with what you knew and what you had. like. As an adult, we can look back in hindsight at things that we've experienced or been through and see how we could have redone the situation. But we have more experience now as grown people, as adults. Therefore, it's really not fair to look at our past and be like, you should have done this. How the fuck were we supposed to know what to do? We didn't have the information to know then. So when someone else shows you how to be compassionate well maybe this is just my issue is that I was really lacking self-compassion for a while um because I believe that these things that happened to me as a child or the way that I behaved as a child was like deserving of criticism or negative feedback but when someone else like comes to you and says wow that's really sad but you were just a child you know like there's only so much you can do then it really reframes for me anyway at least the things that I've experienced and so I can forgive a lot of the the ways that I've acted or the ways other people have acted or the ways I don't know the universe has acted (laughs) I don't know um because I'm like well there was only limited knowledge to be applied there so that's been really helpful and just knowing that I have a space that I can go to and like if I need to just like get something off my chest (laughs) like even yesterday yesterday was really hard because the we were kind of doing a session based on the trauma that I experienced a few years ago and the (laughs) I told her I was like I really didn't want to come here today like I did not want to speak to you today and she was like oh good that you say that and I was just like what (laughs) because she can just understand that these things are difficult to talk about and that's okay to not feel like you can share everything it's actually really fine to feel like you still want to hold some things close to your chest or if you feel like you haven't done enough um processing that you don't actually have to go and tell anyone everything you know so there are so many levels to why I really value therapy and I really value my therapist um 
so it's been really helpful and I mean what month are we in now October Ugh. so February wow I'm actually just thinking about how lucky I am to have gone to therapy like the month before the pandemic like popped fuck off over here um that I just can see the huge progress that's been made and that I can see that it has been so beneficial and I also feel like okay so here in the Netherlands therapy is still kind of like like in Ireland I must say shout out to Ireland because the mental health discourse has really evolved in Ireland and I think a lot more people especially because the suicide rates are so high a lot more people are willing to talk about their feelings or just this is just what I'm seeing from Twitter and maybe I'm in my echo chamber but because I haven't lived in Ireland in like six years or something four years 2016 four years um so I can just see that more people are open to the discussion of mental health in Ireland and maybe just because I don't know the ins and outs of Dutch culture because I'm still not speaking Dutch fluently and I don't obviously like you know I'm Irish so I know Irish culture better than I know Dutch culture but there's still a bit of taboo around um, mental health here like in some ways they're really open about it like I was talking to someone yesterday and she was saying that her um, ex has a depression but saying it in a way that wasn't like well you should go to therapy about it it was just more like oh that's just what it was (laughs) you know but I feel like I I have no shame around therapy like quite literally none like I don't care if people judge me for it because I'm like wow you would judge someone for working on their mental health Ooh, yikes (laughs) wow so I'm really proud of Ireland for that like it's come a long way Sorry, I really need some coffee right now. Um, and whereas over here, I'm kind of doing my part to destigmatize it. Like, and maybe people here think that I'm crazy, quote unquote, for going to therapy. But a lot of the people don't know, like, I wouldn't be here telling people, oh, I'm going to therapy to deal with x y or z i'll just be like oh yeah i'm going to therapy (laughs) like i'm making it as normal as like oh i'm going to the gym you know as i sit here and procrastinate going to the gym (sighs) so yeah um those are my thoughts on therapy and also therapy is not a one size fits all I think that there's a lot of different types of, well, I know that there are a lot of different types of therapy and maybe like a couple of them can work for you. Like when I was 16, I went to an occupational therapist when I was in Ireland for my anxiety because I had really bad social anxiety when I was a kid. And um, I remember she was doing like CBT with me and I get that but sometimes I think I've outsmarted that on some level because and that's not to say that CBT doesn't work or that I'm too good for CBT not at all but like I can really because CBT is all about like challenging your beliefs right but I can always counter challenge the challenge if you get me so let's say you have a belief that you're a piece of shit 
and then you are challenging your thoughts to be like well actually I have loads of friends and that must not be true because the evidence points to this but I can always like find evidence if you know what I mean like <laughs> so I can find find like a counter argument so for me that's not really like that's a bit surface level for me like I needed to go deeper into what my the root causes of those were and so fucking hell <laughs> we're doing that now in my therapy um because we did I'm I'm using schema therapy and I think it's more of like a contemporary type of therapy like it's a little bit talk therapy a little bit like structured but when I first signed up for therapy I had to um I had to fill out like 600 questions yeah and then eventually my therapist scored them and rated them out of 100% or whatever and then we kind of like zoned in on the ones that were too high or whatever so and you get certain schemas out of that so there are like I think 12 of them and then you kind of go at those ones that are most like prominent or whatever and so that's really been working for me I was frustrated with it at first because I was like I don't feel like this is working but then I had to just like stick it out because I wasn't bothered honestly going seeing another therapist and the one I'm going to is free so love it because healthcare here is kind of excellent and yeah I also am doing a lot of inner child work because a lot of the things that I experienced or have held on to came from childhood um situations so like the kind of therapy that I'm doing is a little bit uh, a little bit like guided meditation and then going into situations that I can remember from my childhood that really hurt me and then like it's almost like you're trying to redo them there and then but with your little person so little Erica will be with me and grown Erica will be with me as I like challenge the situation so that's been really helpful as well and I find that for me and it's funny because I was kind of asking like what's the point of this like what's the point of doing the like looking at little Erica and doing the inner child work and my therapist was like well we all have an inner child and if you're saying the things to little Erica like I love you you're so brave or it's okay like that kind of thing you also as a grown-up hear that and so it's essentially just what I was saying earlier of like reinforcing the neurons and the neural pathways of like challenging your beliefs and all that so <clears throat> that's been really really helpful for me I love that actually but it's really hard work and yesterday I didn't want to do it so we didn't because I know that that was just like really tough I wasn't able for it yesterday so yeah it's just you've got to find what works for you and I know that a lot of people don't have the resources um because a lot of I mean in Ireland specifically like the waiting list is sick like but if you can I really recommend um trying to find out what kind of therapy would work for you um I know that I also need to go see uh, like a spiritual therapist like um some sort of I don't know I don't even know what I'm looking for but I know, I know I will know it when it comes across me 
and then I will do a lot of the work around my birth chart for example like my Virgo rising is definitely definitely part of the reason why I'm so fucking analytical and so critical and so it's kind of fundamentally part of my character I believe and I mean maybe if you are listening to this and you don't believe in astrology maybe you think I've let it become a self-fulfilling prophecy but girl like this was shit that was happening to me when I was six years old you know what I mean like it's for me in it's not a question so that depends on your beliefs I guess but for me my birth chart as I've grown up has made more sense and especially when I use my birth chart to analyze my childhood I'm like fucking hell (laughs) it's just too much so I think it's very worth it if you're in the market for therapy to go like um maybe look up online different kinds of therapy and maybe that would make it easier for you to source a therapist that you would be interested in working with and I understand that it's maybe not a financial priority for a lot of people but I know that there is like online services like better help I've never used that but I can imagine that it's I mean all the influencers are promoting it and I don't know if it's all it's cracked up to be but it might be worth a shot you know and yeah oh I just I really value it um also sorry this this point should be in somewhere else but coping mechanisms <laughs> sorry, this, this podcast is so chaotic um coping mechanisms that's also something you should look into if you um want to figure out how you can deal with stuff I find that um having coping mechanisms for example my healthy ones I'll just out myself here my healthy coping mechanisms are reaching out to friends exercising meditating doing my hobbies my unhealthy coping mechanisms are getting pizza um falling into negative critical thought patterns like if you can figure out what it is that you do or would like to do to make yourself feel better so for example it always makes me feel better to talk to a friend like I have no problem talking to a friend or like getting up and going to the gym that's also extremely important even though I'm really avoiding doing that right now (laughs) just keeping it real I don't want to go to the gym don't think I will because I've worked out one it's 10 o'clock now like I could definitely go (laughs) um but for real though if you can figure out what your coping mechanisms are then you can also maybe help yourself if you can't afford to go to a therapist or if it's not like if it's just not happening for you maybe there's a waiting list or something if you can try and write down like that was something that we did at the start of my therapy is like write down um what I can do when I feel good to help myself feel good what I can do when I feel myself getting bad and what is the worst possibility like you know and that was really helpful because it's like a crisis plan you can write down when I feel good I go to the gym when I feel good I meditate when I feel good I read when I feel good I talk to friends I call my family whatever and then you can work on getting yourself back to those um so yeah that's just a little bit of a tangent there and I just want to say now at the end of this podcast that this uh, talking about this has actually really helped me today because I 
yeah. Well, I woke up crying essentially and I've had a really hard like 10 days, I guess, maybe more. And it's not all sunshine and rainbows over here, even though I know that I post online mostly positive things or like things that are neutral because I don't want to add to the noise at the moment because I know that we're all suffering like we're all in a collective space of suffering right now um so just want to let you know that if you're having a hard time and this week has been particularly hard for a lot of people actually but if you're um having a hard time that I'm there with you and you're not alone in this and your feelings are valid and they're probably not as like horrible and isolating as you might feel like they are like you have a friend in me dude like (laughs) I am right there with you maybe I'll try to do a little bit of yoga to kind of bring myself further up now that I can feel myself like getting up funny because as I started this podcast I was really not feeling good and now it feels like I've just talked to friends if that makes sense like I feel like I've just let let a bit of my my vulnerability out which is important in healing because vulnerability is like fucking instrumental in healing shout out to the Brene Brown book that I'm reading at the moment Daring Greatly you probably have all heard of it but if not I actually am really enjoying it just how about vulnerability is courageous and blah 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 so I feel like now since I've kind of I've gone from such a low this morning and I'm like creeping upwards that maybe this is the momentum this is the momentum to keep going and like do a little bit of yoga meditate read some of my book so that's what I'm gonna go do now thank you all for listening I really really appreciate it um even if no one listens to this podcast I feel like it's helped me (laughs) and how selfish that is I don't know but I hope that maybe you can gain something from this even if it's just to realize that like I am going through it at the moment and you're not alone if you are as well I mean you most likely are there's a fucking pandemic outside the door but I just want to say you've got this honestly you've got this I've got this it's okay to feel sad scared overwhelmed oh that's also something I've learned but I won't get into it now is that like it's actually okay to have bad days and feel bad like that's also part of humanness um so it's okay if you're feeling crappy maybe you're feeling on top of the world but I just want to say you've you're you're gonna be fine and we're gonna be fine and we're just human like (laughs) it's okay to feel so that being said thank you for listening once again Uh, I'll catch you next Friday hopefully and I really hope you have a great weekend um I'm going on a date but that's a little bit of tea um (laughs) I'm not gonna say any more about this but I hope you have a nice weekend planned and I will talk to you next week you've got all of my love I haven't got that much to give right now but I'm giving you what I got okay you've got all of my love and yeah take care bye